artists on artists on artists. Today, get in line. It's time for Festival Talk. One of the most competitive parts of filmmaking is breaking into the scene, and that is shown through short films. Cannes, South by Southwest, Tribeca. These are just some of the films that filmmakers are trying to make the cut into festival programming. Today, we talk to festival programmers. So get that edit together. Make sure it's about 10 to 15 minutes, if not shorter, and put a little slate before it. Talk about all the things you need to fix in order for it to go up in the festival. And let's listen in. Well, festivals. Festivals, we're talking festivals. Mm-hmm. We're talking festivals. We're talking festivals. We're going to have a blast talking about festivals. The circuit. The circuit. Is that a, a bird in here? Do we have a bird yeah, loose in the studio? It's like a little parrot or something. You know it's Lucy the bird. I'm here, Lucy the bird. Do you mean bird as in woman or bird as in uh, bird? You know me, Lucy the bird. Yeah, you, Lucy the bird is here. I love listening to Lucy the bird talk about festivals because there's oh, some sort of thing I learned about Lucy the bird. Lucy the bird. Sitting next to Lucy the bird is so funny <laughs> and good. And it's so original. In, in, in the festival industry, we like to sit around together, sometimes talk about how we share festivals. We always talk to each other. We always go back and forth. So it's really fun. The network to, is tight. Really I tight. We love to talk shop. To, 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 to have a network of people and talk about what films you're putting in, what films you're not Did someone, putting. I'm sorry. Did someone just get an email? Did they just get yeah. a submission? Was it another submission from a from a young filmmaker? I actually did just get a submission. It's really exciting. Should I, I, I'm not probably supposed to share other people's submissions, but I'm happy to, should I share it right now? But I think I know what it is. Is it that young animated one about the little ball? Yeah, it's called Little Ball. Yes. Yeah. I think I, I've seen it. It come around through my desk, all of our desks. Did you? Did you? What you guys like about Little Boy? I haven't watched it. Obviously, what, what can I look forward to? What, what do you think they need to improve? I think the little ball is a magnanimous piece of a ball entering its life and decaying. And so I think you're going to find it a magnanimous piece. It has a little problem with lengths, okay, and a little problem with. Uh, some of the stills, and as always in every short film, the sound is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know why I know you got we that really email? We really can't ignore that. <laughs> I know you had that email because I knew because <laughs> because I wanted to flag it because I think it's good for your festival. I was gonna wonder. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Did you accept it in the year festival? No, I passed on the little ball. <laughs> okay. I but also it's... passed on little ball because I have to emphasize once more: the sound is garbage, and it's just a cat playing with a ball of yarn <laughs> for about seventeen to eighteen minutes. It's a magnanimous. And then a title card at the end that says, "This was about homophobia." <laughs> oh, really? But okay. that's why I sat down here today, and I sent my little bird minions. That's what I call my interns. I saw you, and I said, "You know, the ball is perfect for your festival." You it's good for me. Uh, and that's why you got that email, because I oh. texted my interns, my little bird girls, my bird girls, and I said, send him that film. Well, I think I appreciate it. That's really awesome. I, I should introduce myself. My name is David DePaolo. I run Blast Fest I in knew Brooklyn. It. I, knew, I said, this is a Blast Fest film. Yeah, Blast Fest is a really fun festival. Uh, it's made by film people, people who love making movies, and we like to get together, and we like just put movies we love up. And we do a lot of reunions of old cult films, and we do a lot of really exciting stuff. It's really, really fun. And we also uh, we are known as uh, the film festival with the most active nightlife and um, like events besides movies. <laughs> We do a lot of fun stuff. You're the we supplemental programming. We're like really big on the supplemental pro programming, and we, and we always like to set up places for people to meet and have a lot of fun together. So that's what we're up to. I'm Davey DiPaolo, Blast Fest. And this is the year you're doing, um, the, what is it called, the... Uh the White Claw event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing we're we're doing the uh, the White Claw machine. So it's 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 a human um, uh, gets gets tied up. He drinks a bunch of White Claws. This is an activation. We're doing it in Bryant Park. I have and, a couple films I want to send you for this White Claw machine film. Oh, so that's actually not any sort of film. It's not related to the film. We're not going to be showing movies during it. It's just an activation for the filmmakers. Oh. Yeah, so he's tying up filmmakers. <laughs> And making some drink white it's, claw. Yeah, so it's basically a zip line, but it dips really low, and you can grab a white claw out of a uh, out of a cooler. I know, I know, <laughs> but I have a couple 
films that came along my 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 bracket that are about excessive drinking that I think might might pair well with the white claw. You could send it my way. I still don't think you understand exactly what I'm doing with it. <laughs> But send it my way. I'm happy to look at it because Blast Fest is inclusive and open for everybody. Can I can I ask because the white claw thing reminded me? Did you guys get that email uh, about the new CAA hard seltzer that they're trying yes! to do activations for? No, CAA is starting new hard seltzer. Yes, yeah, CAA is starting a hard seltzer. Wow. I don't know if it might step on your toes with white claw, but they, it's apparently it's big and yes! it's bubbly. Yes, five percent alcohol. Yes, but that's what. But my question is, and and I think everyone at this table would love it. It's about with sponsorships with these film festivals. It's about curating films that go well with it sometimes. Right, because right, right. I know that you famously, famously don't like making your films anything about the festival and the parties. No, no, no. Yeah, but I think I like curating films and the festivals and the years and the themes of the festivals with be, almost like a dinner party. Where there's a theme of the year with the films and with the filmmakers. This is a perfect opportunity for you to introduce yourself, Thank I you. feel. So why <laughs> don't you do that? Yes, yes. I'm Lucy the Bird. I do Sundance's Young Filmmaker Short Film Section. I am a ripe age of 71. And I've been doing this for 42 years. One of the greats. One of the greats right here. Lucy the Bird, one of the greats. Just a quick question. Is she peeking like crazy right now? I'll take a look, but I think yes, she's I probably fine. Yes, I did move fine. back a lot. She's actually fine. Great. Yes. I moved back so far. <laughs> and maybe this will fuck me for the day. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Lucy the Bird, you could never get <laughs> fucked for the day. But basically, I've been doing this for 42 years, and... <laughs> and I, I've been doing this for 42 years, basically did Holly shorts for 38 years, and finally started doing Sundance. <laughs> what a magnanimous jump you've made in your career. I love it. I can't believe we're talking to somebody who programs Sundance. That's so amazing. Yes, this is really the look at the... If you're a young filmmaker, you better open those earballs because Lucy St. Bird is going to be your ticket in. She is a wonderful person who lets in all the young talent for our, the rest of our filmmakers in such a beautiful, magnanimous way. Oh, thank you. It's really awesome. You also, I heard, have transformed the city of Park City. I heard that, and you've completely, when you moved in there, I heard it's like a so different city different than it was birds. before. So many yeah, different birds. So many birds have come. You brought all sorts of exotic birds, and they got loose that one day. So now there's yeah. so many pretty birds in Park City, Utah. Yeah, well, they said that they could hear me in the bars. So the young filmmakers would say, I hear the bird. I hear the bird. Bird is the word. So they'll run to the bar so they could try to talk to me because I think uh, after we do the introductions, I have a question about networking with these young kids. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Wearing me dry. Yeah, Great. So lot. no comment about the birds you let loose. Who oh, are you? Oh, <laughs> that, that's a legal let's, thing. I let's can't let talk birds about. Leave. I think it's wise for her to not comment about the birds. I would disassociate yourself from the wild birds if you can. Yes, I'm I'm in talks with Utah. We're making a deal. Well, how's it going, everybody? I'm Paula St. Paula. I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. And my film festival is, of course, the NPC Film Festival. That's North Phoenix Cinema. And I am the first and only B-roll film festival no. in the world. No. No. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> young filmmakers will send us exterior shots, uh, sort of uh, people walking around. Uh, B-roll is a, is a term for nothing is really happening in the scene. It's, it's just uh, there's no characters. There's no anything. It's, it's sort of uh, exterior shots of things happening, be it uh, uh, people walking around a mall or uh, waves crashing on a beach, um, <laughs> insert shots of uh, people uh, uh, putting soda in a soda machine, uh, stuff like that. So we look for the most innovative B-roll in the world uh, from this from this new generation of B-roll filmmakers. Paula awesome. is an amazing worker. She really knows her taste and she knows what she likes. It is amazing to see some of the short films that come out of your festival. My favorite was New York Exteriors. I loved that short and film. And let me tell you, it is hard to find a new take on New York <laughs> B-roll. Because I gotta say, I see a lot of the same shit. It's a pigeon walking around. 
It's a it's a person dressed in it. It's an old lady with weird glasses walking around. It's some it's a construction worker. But Paula, you anything avant-garde I see, I send to you. And you go, this isn't this isn't B-roll. But you are just so you are you are just so artsy. Yes, thank you. And I and I and I do want to say because I I get a lot of these submissions because I want to give all the films a chance because a lot of the times I'll write back and I see something with potential and I say, "Hey, this is a great short film. If you just send me an edit of the B-roll parts, that would be amazing." <laughs> and then we can show it. I also think it's amazing cuz you're one of the first festivals of ever uh, of all time to have a uh, length minimum. So a lot of your footage you yeah, can't re- you can't submit something unless it's 45 minutes at least. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the filmmakers of really <laughs> tough. It's a lot of it's a lot of B-roll, and it's and you got to keep the audience awake for it. That's part of the rule. If the audience falls asleep during the B-roll, they're disqualified. But my buddy was in. He said, "No prodding. You're not allowed to prod in the audience. So it has to be the movie." It has to be the movie. There's no poking. There's no prodding. And that's amazing. There's no caffeine. No caffeine at our festival. We want to stra- test the strength and the resilience of the B-roll. <laughs> and the most interesting thing I find about your art is the delineation you put between B-roll and royalty-free footage. <laughs> it's a line in the sand and you have drawn it. And let me tell you something about eye-stock poachers. Because they will come to this festival and they will try. Shutterstock will get in there. Stock Photo will get in there. Getty will get in there. And they will try and wrestle this B-roll out of... They will try and approach the filmmaker, filmmakers after. And they'll say, get us on our site. We want this shit. This is Stock Photo content. This is absolutely nothing. And we want it. (laughs) And we have to bat them away like flies because there is an art to B-roll and it must be preserved. It's a dying art. And and what do you think they're... It's like pennies they're fighting for. Like, what kind of money are they really fighting for? (laughs) They're fighting for, I don't know, $18 for commercial (laughs) use for (laughs) B-roll. Well, who are you? Yeah, That's fantastic to hear. Well, my name (laughs) is... Klaus Buvugari, I am a Swiss-German man who has moved to America. Klaus! Yes, thank Klaus! you. Are you, re- are, you a re- are you related to the Bulgari family, but you pronounce the V in Bulgari? <laughs> no relation, completely different name right now. <laughs> I thought you were the black sheep. The Bulgari, Bulgari. Bulgari is car, right? Buvugari. It's like watches and clothing and stuff like that. Right. That's Bugatti. So I do have a tie <laughs> so to the sorry, Bugatti family. So sorry, we don't family. have those in North Phoenix. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a tie... T- I do have a tie to the Buvugari family, but I do not like to talk about it. Yes, they are Swiss German. Yes, I am Swiss German. Yes, all Swiss German people are related. But I would like to talk about the film festival I helped procure. It is called the Ionic West Film Festival. It is hosted in Reno, Nevada, and it is all about the films that don't make sense. We have a really fun time trying to get in all the avant-garde films, the short films that you watch and kind of go, huh, that is what we're aiming for. I heard that since the pandemic, your submission reports were up by 800%. Absolutely, 800%. And you would not believe how many films have a metaphor for the COVID. (laughs) How many films have a metaphor for the isolation of COVID. Yes, I send, when I, I send so many of my films to... Um, most of you guys, I I don't send a lot of films to you, sweet thing, just Paula, because look, I get it, it's niche. It's I just understand. really niche. You probably can't meet the minimum. Wouldn't believe yes, though. I just can't meet. The we minimum. have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I send so. It's many- a tough minimum. I'll talk to that. <laughs> but uh, and, and it's, it's so no. Go ahead. But I send so many films to Klaus. It, we are kind of the catch all, the the trash machine of the the film world, and not that our films are trash. It's just that a lot of films don't belong a lot of other places. Mm. Yes. I love the the slogan on your submission website, which is, "If you don't understand it, you're not smart enough." Mm-mm. Exactly. And your that's festival kind of thing. looks down on others in a way. If your f- if your film makes sense, it's stupid. It's worthless to me. It doesn't. Yeah. It does not get anything. It's commercial. Why don't you just go do a Marvel movie? Why don't you just get out of here and do and do Batman? Why don't you, Why don't you just Why don't you get out of here and do Terminator? It's because that's movies that make sense and they're boring. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to see a child that has a son. 
I want to see. <laughs> well, technically, every child uh, is was once a child. No, well, I want to see a child who has a son. All my I've, birds have sons. <laughs> I want to see a movie about a leaf going through the life of a leaf, and it ends on a story about some sort of xenophobia. That is the films that I'm looking for. Yeah. When I see a film that I can tell a lot of money has been put into it, and I can't follow if there's a protagonist or an antagonist, but the sound is impeccable. And I can tell that maybe there is maybe a Nepo baby involved. Well, that film probably is getting into all our festivals. Then I'm I would love to have one. I'm, it's good it's, sound, Nepo yeah, baby. Absolutely. That's I'm, I'm sending <laughs> That's it straight to Klaus. I'm sending it straight to Klaus. <laughs> and I don't want to claim that I all have all the avant-garde films, you know, because a short film medium is pretty avant-garde, <laughs> you know. But I have a lot of the ones that even more avant-garde than avant-garde. Klaus, I, I also I love you so much, and I think you're wonderful, but I think this is probably where we disagree the most because I, I love popular movies. I have... Uh, uh, and we have had the screaming matches before. We've had some screaming matches. One of my uh, little uh, festival activities, we like to do 48-hour Marvel Film Fest, so we like to say <laughs> you have to pick a comic book and you have to adapt it in 48 hours. And it's really fun because people are making things out of cardboard, people are making things out of, out of, out of milk cotton, and stuff like that. It's, it's really fun stuff. It's really celebrating the accessibility of movies. And so I think that's a little bit where we differ because I just like ever being able to be involved with the movie. You are destroying the medium every time you talk and totally. every time you have your... See, your and that's why and, I sent you the ball because that movie's just a cat playing with a ball. It is really fun. I think it, it, it does feel a little more into B-roll, but you don't like it as much. And so that's what's difficult about it it's for me. Just, exactly. Well, you have that uh, that whole section. You have that... I, I really enjoyed that night uh, where it was um, cat videos and cocaine. Yeah, we did cat, cat and coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat and Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a fun time. It was really fun. We had cavities with cocaine. That was a it was a non official event for uh, VIPs. So <laughs> I appreciate you bringing it up. But it was really, oh, I'm really so fun. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to no, blow it's good. up it's your good. spot. No, I know it's how much right. agents love attending. That. No, it's okay. Cops love my festival. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of short films you that have about the... cops having a tough time as a job. <laughs> It's That's... so hard to get a cop to attend a film festival. It's I cannot so tell you how much that... those Venn diagrams I'm do not telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. People line up for my festivals. I don't know what you guys are doing that's different than what I'm doing. I actually do, but I don't want to bring it up. I'm a New Yorker. I say it like it is. But the thing is, I just like to make a thing that people like to come to. So that's quite Klaus and I. That's where probably you and I differ. I think you are changing. I aim to like to make us things that people do not like. Exactly, you're making it unbearable, and I think you're alienating filmmakers from the rest of the world. Unbearable is a strong word because I would say your family section that is all about a family struggling on a road trip is getting a little boring to me. Totally, a bit unwatchable. And I think you're becoming so elitist as a filmmaker that you're gonna not only be unhappy with yourself, but you're gonna be unhappy with the way you've treated the future of the industry. And I feel like you've sold your soul to the devil for little. To short films that okay, are cute and Okay, Code Devil. It's time to pivot. Let's <laughs> talk about Code <laughs> Devil. So is that we have a thing in the short film world where if somebody says the devil, it's a code word, we pivot hard. We pivot because, hard and we ask you know a new why? question. When the devil is brought in, that sounds like it's feature material. Yes. And exactly. We, we The second the devil is, that sounds like act three. And we simply don't do three acts. Yes, because a short film does not have time to <laughs> accurately go into the depth of what the devil as a metaphor means. So no. that's why we try to discourage it. Yeah. I have a question. I want to talk about a staple of film festivals, which is, of course, the talkback, right? Uh, we I love all, the talkback. I love the talkback. We love talk a talkback in film festivals. And I want to know uh, how you guys approach talkbacks. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Well, I'm actually very interested in your approach to talkbacks because <laughs> most of yours are not directors per se, but yeah. people with a camera. Oh, I actually take offense to that because I believe you can direct B-roll in that you can direct a camera to a certain uh, position and focus on that position. I'd push back hard against that. I think I've met some great B-roll directors. Uh, my nephew, um, uh, 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 the one of the uh, uh, security camera footage, people who operate CCTV, I think are fantastic B-roll directors and they're not being taken advantage of. Um, it's so interesting to hear B-roll directors 
talk. Um, yeah. So but we unfortunately he, don't do that. And, we and don't let him talk. A big part of the talk. <laughs> so is that a, did you choose that? Did you choose that? So Who we chose that. So you you asking about the talk back. You chose that you So do you yeah, ask so them questions but I, not let them talk? I really wanted to talk about it because I wanted to talk about how I don't do it. <laughs> we well, so what so <laughs> So what we do is we invite the directors up, and then if we can find one of the actors who was accidentally in the B-roll, if we can track down one of those people. You ask using about their facial, process? Yeah, and then it usually, um, uh, we, we'll, we'll, we ask them, and we say, we want you to think about this question. But we don't want you to say anything because that breaks the sanctity of the B-roll. We really get into some uh, moral quandaries and rules that really rigidly sort of affect the way we do things. But we do uh, do the foundational uh, film festival process of inviting the director up and then just sort of moving the mic back and forth in a way that, that sounds just horrible to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm there when you do that with the mic. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the, yeah. The, and the wires and the crackling and then every filmmaker, they go in, and this is why we wanted to avoid this. Every filmmaker, they take the mic and they go, is this thing on? Can you hear me? And they and the feedback, oh my God, it's too much. That's why we keep it silent. So I, that we can use it B-roll for later for the <laughs> festival. Anyway. We, we like so it, your yeah. filming's a talk back to use for B-roll for a film festival later. So that is wow, that's content and magnanimous. So you're submitting to film festivals. Do you count that as your film? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've uncovered my grand scheme. Oh, Lucy the Bird is calling. That's how you know your film is accepted. Oh, no, I was but just sending an email. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you were voice to texting the email. Got okay. it. So v with my approach to the talk back, I feel it is important to give the filmmaker a chance to try to explain their film. Unfortunately, with every single one of my talkbacks, they will not do it. And then instead they go, well, what did you think it was about? which runs into a big problem because now nobody really understands what the film is about. <coughs> but rather than broad strokes, it's usually a metaphor for suicide. That is usually what I find. And I love that because you're antagonizing awesome. the audience. That's awesome. Yes. So I found another approach is just ask simple, very silly, dumb questions like, oh, I like that shot of the mountain. What mountain is that? And they kind of blindsided, don't know what to do. Oh, that's a good actor. How old are they? And you move on really quick. You get one question and they're done. The talkback is done in minutes. It feels like the opposite of your philosophy, to be honest. <laughs> because <laughs> if you like everything... <laughs> what about it is the opposite of my philosophy? I just feel like you love everything so convoluted. And you love com complexity. So why not leave it in the convolution? Okay. I wow. love hanging out with you guys because nothing we everything we do is poking holes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what it is to make a short film. Actually, <laughs> so, you know, I do want to mention my talk facts. We actually have a lot of fun with them. We actually have a really good time, and, and we change it up because what I like to do is, if, if you're in the talkback, sometimes we tell you what it's going to be. There's always something different. So a lot of the times we're doing genre switch, but talkback. So so all of a sudden we put a little thing up there, so it's like, oh, this person wants to ask a question, but they have to ask it like they're in a Western, and they have to answer it like they're in a Western. And sometimes we'll play music, we'll do dance backs. Yeah, didn't you do a talk back hosted by Drew Carey? I did a talk back hosted by <laughs> Drew's Drew Carey. It's who's well, the point yeah, don't it's matter. Very who's, improv centric. Who's filming it anyway? We got these <laughs> filmmakers up and they had to do short form improv. And it was so funny because it was we saw the movie. We don't need to we don't have any questions about it. Because also the movies that usually get into Blast Fest, uh, you wouldn't have any questions about them, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest Straight with you. Straight down to line. They're really fun. They're really interesting. They so are what they are. Go, huh. Yeah, they kind of go, they're kind of something to, to do on an afternoon. Yeah. I would say the best times to see a Blast Fest screening are 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. <laughs> the day screenings are killer. <laughs> the nighttime screenings are boring because you feel like you should be somewhere else. But when you're watching these movies in the middle of the day, 
when you have nothing else to do, you're enjoying it. I feel so bad for the movies that you put at night because you schedule so many uh, 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 attractive supplemental programming during it. Exactly. Like the rom-coms are competing with an ice machine and a, and a, and a, and a slip and slide. Exactly. We had the new uh, Julian. Wow, you got an ice machine <laughs> this year? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It you makes ice so ice? fast. <laughs> it makes ice so fast. I've got to come this year. You have to come year. see the ice machine. It's so fun. Yeah, that got him. We had we had we had a really difficult situation last year. We had the new Julianne Moore film, and it was scheduled against uh, uh, a, a Central Park spit in the bottle, and so it was. People were. Man, that's a public health risk. That is disgusting. <laughs> we are not far away from COVID enough for that not to be considered a public health risk. But it was I also blast can't fest. believe Blastfest got the new Julianne Moore film. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was really really good. We had a lot of great programming that year, but we also had had much better activities. <laughs> and so that was kind of difficult, but I kind of leaned into I'm I'm an entertainer who likes movies. Yeah, so I'm it's, leaning on it's entertainment. Clear. Yeah. What, well, what is your background in entertainment? So I uh, I I I watched movies when I was a kid. <laughs> I was obsessed always. I was I was that kid who when you were on the 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 playground, he was talking about Jurassic Park, you know, I was talking about other things like that. And How cute you, for you. You also told me that you've been trying to write your own short film for a while now. I have. I just can't figure out how to use Final Draft. <laughs> I don't understand where it saves. I try to print it, and the formatting is different. I just can't figure well, it out. Well, and it's subscription-based now, too. It's exactly. So it's tough confusing. Like it's tough. Yeah. So, Lucy, what is your talkback like? Yeah, so... And uh, why is it the most difficult thing to listen to? Oh, well... Well... It's... <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, it used to be that... <laughs> I... It used to be hard to listen to because I don't know why, but people find me loud. <laughs> um... But... I, and this is why I'm really curious, it leads into my next question for everybody. Um, I can't go to my talkbacks anymore. I can't even go to my short film slots. Wow. Because I am bombarded. I, I do these, I, I pick a, I pick a, a, one of my festival, one of my bird girls, and I'll pick like a host or something. No, this is fantastic. Do you want a Ricola? I'm sorry. <laughs> What do you mean? I, I re, why do people ask me if I want a Ricola? I, I bet people ask you all the time. I don't know what that stuff is. Anyway, I can't go to these film festivals anymore. And that's what I'm curious about you guys. Because the youngins, ever since uh, Greta Gerwig, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, and, and ever since I, I'd say South By, I'd say too, um, the short film industry ever since I'd say... Um, Maybe 2019, the short films have taken off, and it's been a, it's been a way for young filmmakers to b take off, and and get their features financed, right? So it is almost impossible to uh, be a programmer and go to these film festivals because if they know you're a programmer, and maybe there's one unique thing about you, like me, my voice. Or sometimes I wear a funny hat. <laughs> I bet you get mobbed in the street. Especially if I'm wearing the funny hat. <laughs> I've seen your funny hat. It looks, like, it looks like a jellyfish. Yes. I, I, I wear a hat that looks like a jellyfish. <laughs> Have you considered not wearing the hat when you go outside? Yes, but some, for some reason they still find me. <laughs> well, it's because of the jellyfish glasses. I'll just say that. you got to take those off, too. Now I need those to see. So... <laughs> 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 so anyway, I'll say I don't do I, I set up the talk back. I ask questions for the filmmakers depending on the theme of, of, of the short film slot. But I can't go to the talkbacks anymore. Sometimes I go to the celebrations or the parties. But I can't go because these young filmmakers they just they they give me their cards, they give me they sometimes give me these QR codes. You're like a celebrity to them. Just because I've been in the industry for a long time and then sometimes I'll get these bags of Rico lies with a QR code. So they, they're Ricolas. And you said earlier <laughs> that you didn't know what they were? No. They're cough drops. And uh, does that entice you to take one? No, I find it offensive. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I just I just don't know what they I don't want these. I just say I say go to the submission process, do the submissions. Everyone is treated equally unless your parents give me money. Everyone is treated equally and that's it. Let's let's talk about let's submissions talk about by the way. Let's I think it's a great I think everyone's always asking me. I feel the same way. I'm getting hounded all the time by people. Yes, at the, what are you looking for? Uh, yeah, what are you looking exactly for? at the local board game night that I uh, the board game uh, bar that I go to every single day. The They're always one. talking to me about it. I'm trying I'm just sitting there trying to play hide the hide the silver and and, and, and they're trying to Hide like, the Silver is one of the best new games. It's so good. It makes Catan look like Quelf, oh, it's truly. I heard it's made from the creators of Shoots and Ladders. Quelf! <laughs> it truly. Hide the Silver Mix Catan look like Twelve. You hear me say it now. And it's not because all three of them are sponsors. I hate that we are giving filmmakers all this advice and they are going to sound like that. I know. They probably are. Here's the thing. So what's, what do you need? What do you need to submit your movie to be the movie to be selected? What are you guys looking for in your in your short films? What I look for is we have a couple of parameters on our websites that you can follow. One, we need a strong, you know, everybody's looking for diversity. We are two. We want a strong cast that's diverse. We want a strong crew that's diverse. We also are looking for no diversity. We want something <laughs> that doesn't scream diversity at all, is not that at all. Not, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, you we're want, not talk, we don't always talk about that. We don't always talk about how we're not looking for diversity. Sometimes <laughs> we talk. We don't talk about it as much as we should. We really don't. You know. <laughs> or like I, people I say, don't seem to like it when you do that. <laughs> or like I said it. I said it. I I like when your parents give me money. Yeah. I am in a lawsuit. I release. <laughs> I released. 15 tons of doves into the state of Utah. Oh, tons. Mm. They measure them in tons. <laughs> so if your parents... <laughs> that sounds like an order. <laughs> if your parents happen to be in law enforcement or in the government, I love to know that when you submit your film. Well, that's an interesting thing to bring up, you know, because when a we have all these parameters of submissions, but if you have... A nepo baby, a star, a, a person's of of note. Yeah, we're going to bypass all those and put your film in. And that's yeah. interesting. Do you consider the filmmaker, or do you consider just the film itself? Because these filmmakers have to submit lengthy applications they where do. they basically explain their film in several different prompts that really all ask the same question. Exactly. Which just makes me really curious, Paula, what the hell they fill out for yours? <laughs> well, it's just as long as yours, oh. believe it or not. How? <laughs> I really want people to stretch. I really, what I'm looking for is a filmmaker who wants this enough to get that golden B-roll trophy, that golden B uh, <laughs> that's awarded, of course, at the end of every North Phoenix Film Festival, uh, North Phoenix Cinema. Um, what were we talking about? The application, of course. Yes. So my questions are as follows. What is this B-roll of? Why is this B-roll of? <laughs> when did you take it? How did you take it? How are you doing? Everything okay? What? Family history? Any movies you like watching lately? How would you fix the climate change problem? How would you fix the labor union issues? How would you fix the war in Ukraine? And then we sort of get into beauty pageant questions, right? Because we're not just looking for B-roll. We're looking for a B-roll star. Okay, so you care about the filmmaker more than the film itself. Well, I care about both. And then the final question is, of course, are you an older woman in cargo shorts that I can kind of hang out with? <laughs> and that's the only question that matters, isn't it? That's ultimately, ultimately, I'm looking for some you friends in North Phoenix. You completely know how they're going to fix the war in Ukraine and go straight to woman in well, cargo pants. Well, that's sort of a personality question. question. I just want you to have fun with that one. I do know my friends who submitted the festival to, to your festival. They, they they clicked no on that last question, and they got an immediate rejection. Well, yeah, because I want to see how you answer it. I want to know if you're someone 
let's be honest. Most of this industry, people just want to make movies with someone they can vibe with. Sure, right? sure, sure. Exactly. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm sure. looking for uh, uh, someone who has the vibes that mm-hmm. are conducive because there's so many egos. There are so, so many, many egos. egos. So many egos. So many egos. So many egos. And so many also, egos. surprise, there's a lot of egos on the other side. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. The audience. Very egotistical. So when you go to a, a short film festival, the egos in the audience, they are sitting there going, convince me this is good. Yes. Uh, why am I here? I'm here for my one friend's short films. The rest of these are going to suck. Because I tell you what, when people go to a film festival, they're already patting themselves on the back for attending it. Yes. You know? Exactly. And so that's a tough audience It's to community to. service to them. Yes. In the industry, we don't call it South by Southwest. We call it 12 Angry Men. <laughs> it's a very, we call it. very it's clever wordplay we did on that one. <laughs> <laughs> very smart wordplay. It plays right into South by Southwest. Twelve Angry Men, South by Southwest. It's basically the same thing. It's basically exactly it's the same thing. It's a one to one. It's a one to one. So I've got a question now. If, if that's all right to ju- to segue because <laughs> sure, I feel like once okay. we say Twelve Angry Men, I was just going to mention my application Go process ahead. real quick. Yeah. Um, it's 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 you gotta send the film. You gotta mention which catchphrases you're using because I, I like to read the catchphrases that you use. We need catchphrases. In you're, a mar- you're a marketing genius. I'm a marketing What's genius. What's your fa- favorite and catchphrase? Like quips and ca- I'm talking about like those lines that superheroes yeah, say. And have like you that. seen? Have oh, you like seen when one? they turn to their partner yeah. and they said, "Here's the plan," and then the other person says, "Why are they whispering?" Yeah, exactly. That okay. kind of stuff. That's I gotta know really what kind of catchphrase. what devices That's you're not using. Really a catchphrase. <laughs> That's no. a catchphrase to me. Yeah, catchphrase is like <laughs> I am Iron Man. Oh, here we go again. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes those can turn into catch. Phrases, you know, mystified that much. So you say because the <laughs> film you have that one person's catchphrase is why are they whispering? <laughs> no, no, that was an example that she had. That I didn't think so confused. Look, I didn't mean <laughs> I'm to put so that confused. on you. You just said little quips in superhero movies. Totally that little quips. Me of and then of course, quips. thank you so much, Bird. And I then, was sending a voice text. <laughs> okay, thank you. And uh, yeah, and then I, it's 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 just a lot of what you, what are your dietary restrictions? What kind of things do you like to do? Do you have any access to? Uh, roller rinks or warehouses and stuff like that. I had a I had a young filmmaker ask my advice on how to get into Blast Fest because oh yeah they couldn't get into South by I think I emailed you about it. I think I let them in. Yeah, Lucy St James. Oh yeah, I put Lucy St James in the headliner. Yeah, are you related? You know no, I'm Lucy St Bird. <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot people are related by last name and not first name. Go on. <laughs> yeah, let her in. Right, it's a classic yes, mistake. So. And you know what I told her to do? I told her to send a crazy video in. She's the girl who sent you a video of her. Um, Going down a slide. Oh, yeah, slide girl. Yeah, I gave her a big spot because she sent me that video. I didn't watch the film. I can't wait to see it at the festival. <laughs> I, yes, I had to yeah, young. Do you watch your films? Not frequently, no. I just like to know if they're fun, and I like to know. The, that's why I like to read the catchphrases. And then when I, when I see them, I go, well, shouldn't have put that in there. Or, oh, happy I got that. I, I had a young filmmaker who uh, made kind of a survivor-like audition Yeah, it's tape. like Survivor. Oh, and yeah. And submitted it to you. Like, the Blast Fest. about how fun and, and charming they are and how good at the games they are. I remember that because that that submission tape was 45 minutes yes. and it was awesome. And then I watched, uh, I went to opening night where I put the film that they made. Three or minute opening movie. afternoon. It, opening after, sorry, opening 1 p.m. <laughs> and and it was a three minute movie. Three, it was a fast movie. movie. So the submission was much longer than the movie. And I, it was really funny. The movie was uh, absolutely undistinguishable from uh, <laughs> Being like a camera falling into a washing machine, <laughs> truly didn't know what was happening. Should have been in your festival. That's Makes sense that it came from you. That's yeah, why yeah. he talked to me, and I said, "This is where it draws a line." Actually, no, you're too funny. So this is actually an interesting segue now to talk about a devil. So we'll segue there. Uh, wh- oh, you you said devil so that we could pivot. So we could pivot. Okay, let's get away from that. I'm interested in what you guys are excited about. Your new upcoming slate is like, is there a movie or two movies that stand out for you? Is that you are so excited for people to Can't see wait. or hear uh, about. I'm so excited for this year because I can finally announce. Uh, we put out the we put out the call. Um, the theme for this year's B-roll festival is Niagara Falls. So uh, if <laughs> so you can, so is that the theme, <laughs> or do all the videos have to be Niagara Falls? Well, that's open to interpretation, right? Because <laughs> of, of course, course, I would love for literal uh, uh, interpretations of the film, uh, which is of course footage of Niagara Falls for 45 minutes that keeps an audience awake and you can't fall asleep during it, or 
What does Niagara Falls mean to you? If you can convince me that a busy Denver street evokes Niagara Falls, then by God, I'll put it in my film festival. You're in. You're in NPC. You're <laughs> in I, NPC 2024. Can I, ask, can I ask you a question about your program? Yes, of course. Because uh, this year's the theme was Niagara Falls. I noticed that last year it was Mount Rushmore, and the year before it was St. Louis Arch. Have you considered... <laughs> Going on a road trip? No, I'll never leave Phoenix. Uh, I attend all of your film festivals virtually. I buy the virtual program tickets. Right, right. I just love what Phoenix has to offer. I really do. I spent a lot of time in L.A. just sort of doing the whole thing, doing the whole acting thing. I studied abroad, but then... What I Where really did you loved, study abroad? I studied abroad in London, and I studied under this guy who was um, um so he was a he was a guy who was taking pictures of women in the park, and <laughs> I thought what he was doing was so interesting. So I followed him around for a while, and I was videotaping him uh, taking pictures of women in the park, and then I realized, wait, it's not the pictures of the women that interest me; it's the fact that he's at a park and he's walking around. And that's when well, I got the idea God, for this Thank God the festival. pictures of the women aren't the things that interest you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no pictures of anybody conversation. <laughs> I'm not interested in women. I'm not interested in men. What I'm interested in is background shots of people moving around. I've got another question for you. Have you ever heard of this YouTube niche called, like, 4K footage soundscapes because I feel like it would be right up your alley. No, I don't have a computer. That's so interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> you should. Re I'll show you after this. You're, I feel like you're going to love it. It's crazy. <laughs> is it B-roll or is it what the kids call POV? It's B-roll. It's like the high 4K footage of you can type in forest in Japan. You can type in anywhere no in the world. No way. And it's, and it's the best sound. You're telling me there's a place where I could go online and search <laughs> for my own B-roll? Yes, yes. And I don't have to wait for people to send it to me so that I can discover different locations like I don't, the St. Louis Arch? This might feel like Pandora's box. I don't know if we should even open uh -oh. this for you. Uh -oh. Because I feel like there's been a whole industry that you've built. You've really tried to build. Yeah, well, and all and these it's people. it's free on YouTube. And they depend on you. So I, I would be nervous about you even knowing about it. I, I worry really about your we should whole film festival's future. Oh, my God. This yeah, I'm going to lose out on the $8,000 I make every year. <laughs> but I also feel like you could just make friends in a different way. But we'll open that later. We're going to close okay, the box Klaus. because there's only so much self-realization I can do today. Let's go. It's not right. What, we got to get you back in Plato's cave. about? Oh, I was going to ask you, Klaus. No, you go first, I think. Um, um, okay, I have a little film. Um, I have a couple films. Um, let me think. Um, uh, yes, I have, ah, I have a film I love. Um, it is, uh, sorry, I'm blanking. Okay, yes, Cindy Lauper has a nephew who wrote a film about about um about his triumph triumph um and it is about uh him building a car and he builds a car uh with his bare hands and he's Cindy Lauper's son and Cindy <laughs> and Cindy Lauper's Cindy Lauper's going to help me in the fight to win the tons of birds back Wow, that sounds magnanimous. Yes. I think I saw this film. This is where Cindy Lauper's nephew plays Cindy Lauper's son. Yes, but Cindy Lauper's not involved in the film, but it's her nephew, and she's going to help me get the birds back. And the film's beautiful, and the film also has a song by Florence and the Machine. <laughs> they got that. That's yes, really expensive. It's crazy. It's a beautiful song. How did they get that's it? Awesome. We have it in we have it in Sundance, and then there's another little film that's gorgeous from um, Australia. And it's about the making of street signs. It's the woman who made the stop sign. That's awesome. I heard she was amazing. I heard she was not very fun at parties. <laughs> but I heard she was incredible as no, an engineer. Oh, I heard that getting into conversations with her was the worst thing that could happen to you. I heard and it you was were like stuck for a long time. No, but she's that's a. I'm so excited to finally accept her film because she's been she's been trying to. Um, submit this film or her films into just she's been writing films and short films for um, 14 years. Um, so just keep going. <laughs> what a story. Yeah. That's an amazing story. What about you? What film are you excited about? I'm really excited. There's a group of kids from Fort Wayne, Indiana who recreated uh, The Goonies. Of course. With the video <laughs> camera. <laughs> 
How do I know you gotta say something like that? <laughs> and I'm so excited for that. I, it's gonna be so fun. We're we're premiering that at 11:30 uh, a.m. That's how good it is. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so fun. I got a bunch of other short films. Uh, there's some really interesting sci-fi. There's some very inter- interesting movies where twist. The aliens think we're weird. <laughs> and there's some other really, really, I really bet that good leads stuff. To some wacky situations, it's pretty probably. funny. Sometimes it is the premise, and sometimes it's the twist. I will say, <laughs> I will say, it's the thing I, <laughs> it just depends on how the characters talk about it at any given moment. We, we put them all in a block. We got a lot of the movies, and we just but put them all in. And I we put feel them like in a block. it always still feels the exact same. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter which one is which. Absolutely. And I will say something. I will respect about yeah. is how zany and wacky all. The, the, the music of your films are. It's all, it, uh, yeah, it's amazing. It sounds like someone went to Pond 5 and typed in Silly Children and yeah. downloaded the first four songs that came up on that. A lot of the time that is the case, and if we don't hear that music in the film that they submit, we actually throw it in before we screen it. <laughs> so we put a lot of really <laughs> good... So you're helping ching, about, ching, yeah. Ching, 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 ching. Or a little bit of... Absolutely. Or the kooky comedy music that's yeah. like boing, 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 boing. We love that. We have any, Do you have any yeah. fun guest judges this year? You oh yeah, ones. we have a lot of great ones. We got Roastmaster Jeff Ross. <laughs> he's gonna be some. He's gonna be watching. Oh, I bet he'll be there for he, the eleven thirty. He's going to be so mean to these films. We got Super Size Me Morgan Spurlock. I actually can't think of people less equipped to be roasted by Jeff Ross than young filmmakers. They are going to be so devastated. It's gonna be awesome. Those, the boys from Indiana <laughs> don't know they what is going to happen. By a thread in these talkbacks. They are so fragile. They're the it's most fragile awesome. people I've ever seen. Klaus, what but about you? not the people who would submit to yours. Go ahead. I've got a wonderful slate coming up. Uh, the first film I would like to talk about is kind of a study and introspective of water told through the, bo- the eyes of a young poor boy. Uh, so it is the study of how he remembers water feeling on his skin, but it's also an allegory for how he needs to feel another man's touch. So it's also a beautiful film about what, you know, it means to be gay. And it's a beautiful film. We have another film where a snake is a metaphor for sin and the sin That's of pretty on the nose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it when you're watching it. And the sin of homo- uh, homosexuality, so it's also a study of how he is gay. And then we have another beautiful film about how uh, how wind can actually be one of the most restorative things uh, for a man. So it's a man who's going on a journey through the, uh, the, the middle of Utah, and it turns out he's very lonely, and it's also a study of how he needs another man around him. And so it's another story of how, you know... It's Are these all made by the same guy? Yes, it's all. It's a beautiful filmmaker. Because I was curious. I mean, you, you have staunchly said you are not a queer film festival. We are not <laughs> a queer <laughs> film festival! <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you come out so hard on that. <laughs> we allow it. We allow. We love it. <laughs> but we are not. We are not only that. We and allow it. I feel the need to say NPC is open to all queer people. We are too. Absolutely. We are too. But you're not. It's just that a lot of the avant-garde films, a lot of them are metaphors for free things. Free things. Okay. Relationship with dad. <laughs> Suicide. Homosexuality or queerness. That's it. Can you think of another thing that's an allegory? We had an absolutely awesome queer movie last year. It was about uh, a fairy princess who was saved by a prince, but she (laughs) pushed him away. And she was actually interested in another princess. It was awesome. Were they and the, were these Disney IP prince and princesses? Well, they were not technically, but the costumes absolutely were. Oh, they had the yellow dress for Belle. And yeah, the, so you they could did sort buy of them. You could tell that the costumes were, but, but it you was not. You gotta make it accessible. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. The music also was not. So why don't we end on a little bit of advice? for the young filmmakers and the old filmmakers trying to get in the business and trying to get into your festival. What is the advice? 
Of course, I would say to young B-roll filmmakers out there, <laughs> try to use a camera that is not uh, so conspicuous when you're setting up on a busy boulevard. Uh, because when people look into the eyes of the camera, uh, when they look down the barrel of the lens, it is disqualifying because then we are oh. focusing on a subject. So you got to make rule. sure. Another rule. There's a big list of rules. And you got to read all of them before you submit, because otherwise, don't waste your time, honey. You're not getting into NPC. Only eight people get into NPC every year, and only eight people attend. So, <laughs> And my other advice is just be yourself. Come to Phoenix. My advice for the young filmmaker, if you, if, if you write it, it will come to life. So just write it. <laughs> so just write it. <laughs> Start there. Why are you balling up your fists like that? I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of the people who don't write. If you you got to write it first. And if you don't need to write, just film. Just film. Um, my, my advice would be follow the fun. Always do what's fun. Enjoy yourself. And make sure you, if you come to the uh, Blast Fest, drink some water and be a good hang. And don't fucking bogart any joints and don't don't bother any people. You're trying to blend in. If you want to make connections, just be kind. Share your mat on the big slide. <laughs> I love the big slide. The two things I always love is the big slide, and I cannot believe you have an ice machine this year. Yes, you got to come check out the ice machine. You have to see it. Oh, it almost makes me want to get on a plane. I honestly, come to Brooklyn. Come to Brooklyn. You got to check out the ice machine. They make the ice so fast. You're not going to believe it. It's crazy how fast you can make the ice. It's crazy, and it makes cubes, and it also makes chips. No! It's crazy. And not potato. potato. But you have those too, right? I have potato chips, yeah. But not ice chips. Got it. I got confused. I thought that potato was a type of ice shape. Okay, what is your... <laughs> what, what is your advice, little bird woman? Uh, <laughs> Klaus, come on. Be respectful. Yeah, I know, Lucy. We've known each other for years. I'd say fly, little bird. <laughs> fly bird fly fly little black bird fly don't worry about anybody else just just keep going never give up never give up never give up keep going never stop and you know what this film the short film industry is competitive it's ruthless everyone wants to take a bite out of your wing but keep freaking going I'm begging you to have a Ricola. I swear, it's it's not bad. If one of you asks me to get a Ricola, I'm going to put my octopus hat on, get in my octopus car, and get out of here. Oh, new costume. <laughs> what are you guys doing after this, by the way? I, I have a, a bunch of headphones. We could do a silent disco to Danny Elfman music. <laughs> that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists answering the question. Now that's why they call it showbiz. We'll see you next time. Artist on Artist on Artist on Artist is an improvised Hollywood roundtable podcast created, performed, and produced by Kylie Brakeman, Jeremy Culhane, Angela Giarratana, and Patrick McDonald. Music is by Gabriel Ponton. The opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect the opinions of anyone who works on it, not even the performers, because this is an improvised podcast and we're stupid. Full video versions of AOAOAOA are available on YouTube, so please like and subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Night, Hollywood!